A cold case is an unsolved criminal investigation which remains open pending the discovery of new evidence. When they go unsolved long enough, people start to forget. People forget long enough what was once an act of investigation into a life stolen goes into stasis. Our morning shorts are tonight. Seems like it just happened yesterday. A community on edge. That's exactly what happened to Jody. She was happy and laughing one minute, and then the next minute, you know, she was gone. Well, did she just walk away from her son and family and disappear, or did something more sinister happen? This is Reexamined, a podcast focusing on cold cases in Canada. I'm your host, Kendra. Let's get started. Hi, Examiners. Welcome back. Sorry it's been such a long time in between episodes. Things have been kind of hectic for me. But now that things are more stable for me, I'm going to try to put out episodes more regularly. But today's not about me. It's about Gloria Moody. This case is again going to bring us to the Highway of Tears. The Highway of Tears is Canada's Route 16, which connects Prince George to Prince Rupert through the province of British Columbia. It's been dubbed the Highway of Tears because many First Nations women and girls have been murdered or disappeared from here. The drive from Vancouver, which is a little less than three hours from Seattle, to the city of Prince George in northern British Columbia takes nearly nine hours. From there, a western turn along Highway 16 to the port city of Prince Rupert is another eight hours. It is that final 416-mile section of winding, mostly two-lane highway between those two cities through mountain passes, dozens of tiny villages, countless lakes, and a whole lot of wilderness that has become known as the Highway of Tears. A 2019 report from the National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls put it this way. Colonial violence, as well as racism, sexism, homophobia, and transphobia against Indigenous women and girls has become embedded in everyday life, whether this is just through interpersonal forms of violence, through institutions like healthcare and the justice system, or in the laws, policies, and structures of Canadian society. The result has been that many Indigenous peoples have grown up normalized to violence, while Canadian society shows an appalling apathy to addressing this issue. The National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls finds that this amounts to genocide. Gloria Moody's case is considered to be the first among what has been called the Highway of Tears. Eighteen girls and women have been murdered or disappeared along three major highways leading out of British Columbia and into Alberta. These highways are 16, 97, and 5. Gloria Moody was 27 years old when she went missing. This is the oldest case involved with EPANA. She disappeared on October 25th, 1969, after traveling with family on a weekend road trip. 
Her body was found by hunters on a cattle trail approximately 10 kilometers west of Williams Lake. She bled to death after being sexually assaulted. Her brother Dave and herself were bar hopping. The ranch hotel was the last place they went together. Dave left, assuming Gloria was right behind him, but when he turned around, she was nowhere to be seen. Her body was stripped naked, clothes discarded nearby, and she bled to death from the result of her injuries. Gloria Moody was from New Alks Nation in British Columbia. She was a mother to two children aged three and four. There were three unnamed main suspects the police had, but they're now deceased. Gloria's murder remains unsolved, despite many rumors. Since Gloria's death, an RCMP task force called EPANA, which I've mentioned in a previous episode, was created to investigate the series of unsolved murders along this highway, including Gloria's. The purpose of the task force was to determine whether, if these killings were of a serial killer or killers. To date, however, the case remains unsolved, as do most cases along the highway included in EPANA. Gloria was found off of Highway 97. Gloria's daughter, Vanessa, reported much of the family and the community still suffered from trauma because of Gloria's death. Billboards in the area warn people against hitchhiking. Since Gloria has gone missing, many women have gone missing in the area. The women going missing in this area have been attributed to risky behaviors, such as hitchhiking and prostitution. Only one case of Epana has been solved, and that's Colleen McMillan. She was murdered by Bobby Fowler. Fowler is also suspected in at least two other cases, Gail Ways and Pamela Darlington. One thing about Gloria's case that strikes me as odd is that there is not a lot of information out there. It was very hard to find anything related to Gloria, her case, her background, or her life. Why aren't these cases being taken seriously? For years, the cases of Epana have gone unsolved and many are cold. Who is doing this against our indigenous population and why? But I think most importantly, why isn't this being taken seriously? There's a demographic of people that is being taken advantage of and it feels as if Canadian society is just turning a blind eye. People like Israel Keys have been suggested, and these murders have also been compared to that of the Ocean Parkway killer. Because similar to the Ocean Parkway killer, those murders are left unsolved. The killer, faceless, nameless, and traceless. If you have any information about Gloria Moody's case, please call the Williams Lake RCMP Detachment at 1-250-392-6211 or you can call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-8477. Thank you so much for listening because if we don't talk about these cases, they're not going to get solved. It's up to us now.